Hello everyone, this is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Well, praise the Lord. Good afternoon. This is Isaac Petrie. And I am Iron Petrie. This is Kingdom Conversations, and I know it takes just a minute for y'all to log in, so we're going to tread water for about a minute and a half, give you an opportunity to join the conversation, and then we're going to dive right back in on the spirit of division, dealing with race, class, and gender. Going to drive it out today, and <clears throat> I pray that you've been having a great Thursday afternoon and uh, how you how you been, bro? You've been I've been good. You've been cutting the timber <laughs> at Christ <laughs> Nation's Church the yeah. last couple of services. You cutting Sunday? Uh, or uh, am I? Am I, I, I think you you can you, you can get back I in need the to cockpit. Put the axe down to it. Yeah, you can you can do it. We want to say right off the top, even mm -hmm. though this is a little early, but we want to get it out because we won't see any of you all anymore until next week, unless you join the broadcast on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. I want to say happy Father's Day to all oh, of the great men that are holding it down. Absolutely. And being great fathers to your kids. Now listen, we are going to do a kingdom conversation on fathers. We, yeah. There is no way to escape it because I believe that is the biggest problem we are facing in the earth today. Yes, and, um, and I know that through scripture, and I know that basically through just watching society. Oh, yeah. But um, that's not for today. <laughs> Almost want to dive into it today. But, but just happy Father's Day to all of you. And uh, man, look, every mm -hmm. time <clears throat> I look at you and your kids are here, mm -hmm. because, of course, you can't see it, but it, at the back, of oh, the yeah. sanctuary, the auditorium <laughs> there, is his two um, beautiful kids. I mean, Caleb and Maya. And, <clears throat> and every time I, I walk in and I see them running around, I come tell him, I was like, bruh, you got kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it's real. I, I, mean, I mean, you got kids, I man. Got kids, so man. happy Father's Day to yeah, you, man. man. And, uh, Same it, to you. But you've been a father for a while now. It's not like you got newborns. I no, mean, no. yeah, give, a, give yeah. the ages. Uh, uh, Caleb, my firstborn, he is eight. And Maya, my, my little girl, is four. Yeah, eight and four. So, eight and four. So it's fun times. Fun times in my house. Fun time. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because they are alive. But they are such great, obedient, and intelligent, and honorable kids yeah. already God, at this age. So y'all didn't go through none of that, like, terrible twos and stuff like that not, because not, they've no. been like no not not really it's almost like they came out the womb <laughs> cordial and it, but a lot of that has to do with the house they're raised yeah. in it does and it that does. that is uh, let's community let, let's get you, let's, you, you let's, might want to do that we'll, we'll, you'll get let's get on easy. into what we're going to talk about today because man i want to hit this fatherhood, this family thing, um, so that we can deal with some things in our nation. Because, um, but anyway, mm. so glad you're here to join us. And um, for those of you that just logged on, make sure you treat your father good. Mm. Um, I got in trouble one time when I said, "Do you get more than a tie for him?" <laughs> and um, some people got on to me and said, but I bought some ties. <laughs> and I made them feel bad. But, but no, get him whatever you want to, but make sure you give him honor. And, yeah. um, and, and if your father is not perchance in your life right now, we are praying that the hearts of the fathers will turn to the children. Yes. Because we need a revival of good men in this nation. Listen, well, you know, we're dealing with this race, class, and gender, and this is one of the reasons we wanted to have kingdom conversations. Normally, he and I don't deviate from the Bible, meaning we, we are what you call Bible preachers. We don't preach on social events. We don't preach on a lot of things. Now, we have a lot of, of um, thoughts, you know, we um, very 
you know, astute in the political arena, the economic arena, entrepreneurship. We have, we talk about all those things in our church. Um, but when it comes to mounting the pulpit, speaking to people, very seldom do we ever deviate from a text of scripture, no matter what's going on in society. But we said, you know, we get asked a lot to comment about all of these things. And so we were like, let's put together a broadcast where we just have a conversation. Mm. Still don't veer from the word of God, yeah, of course. but have more of a, you know, a cultural conversation mm. about things pertaining to the word of God so that people can get a kingdom perspective because God knows you're not getting it watching that media. <laughs> and, and so... Yeah, that's the truth. And so we need kingdom conversations. And so now on the stage is this race thing. Mm -hmm. And I call it this race thing because it really is a race thing. It is a thing that man came up with. It's mm -hmm. not a God thing. It's a man thing. And, um, and we're going to dive into it today a little bit more because because this whole fuss about race and racism and races and all of that is not even biblical mm -hmm. as far as I'm talking about races. And we're going to dive in there a little bit in Acts 17, but we also want to get back into Galatians chapter number three also. Should have put my ribbon there so I don't have to flip back so that we can give you the answer. We need an answer. We need an answer. We need to be able to get beyond all of these things. And so in order to do that, you got to have the word of God. Now, Galatians 3, verse number 27, and verse number 26 actually says, For in Christ Jesus, now that word is crucial, Galatians 3, 26, In Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. That term sons of God, of course, is not talking about, you know, a gender of a male. It is talking about the offspring of God or you're all born of God. You're yeah. all God's children. You're all sons of God through faith, through my faith in Christ. Whoever has faith in Christ, whoever is in Christ, whoever has accepted Christ, now we are all sons of God. Mm. For as many as you that were baptized into Christ, into a spiritual union and communion with Christ, and I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible, yeah. the anointed one, the Messiah, have put on, clothe yourself with Christ. Mm. So now you're all sons of God and you have all put on Christ. Galatians 3.26, 3.27, and then 3.28. There is, once again, reading out of the Amplified, no distinction, mm. neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is not male and female, for you are all one in Christ. And of course, if you be Christ, you're Abraham's seed and heirs, according to the promise. So the Amplified Bible says, once you are in Christ, in Christ, there are no distinctions, no distinctions of race, no distinctions of class, no distinction of genders. Now, of course, we know we are different genders as far as male and female, yeah. different ethnicities. Mm -hmm. We need to break ourselves from saying different races because there are no different races. Yeah. There are different ethnicities of the same race. Yeah. And so, but, but he says, and male or female are, so you divided this into race, class, gender. Yeah. And we, we, we uh, stopped last week talking about how we believe that more than a racial issue mm -hmm. in this nation, it's more a class issue, mm -hmm. meaning 
slave nor free, which means basically people treat you the way they see you according to their status that they ascribe to you. Mm -hmm. And the reason we said that is because there have been times where there have been numerous conflicts with law enforcement in African-American men. And when the African, when the, the policeman found out who the African-American man was and he had some status, he's a football player, basketball player, entertainer, actor, rapper, whatever, they ended up saying, oh, forgive us and letting them go and, you know, go about your way, you know, we're just checking in, all of that. And we know that in society, we look at people by the outward appearance. That's what the Bible said the, the issue was with, with picking David as a king, that man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Yeah. And so dive a little bit into this class thing that we're dealing with. Then we'll get to the gender and then we'll put this race thing to bed once and for all. Well, it, it's very uh, important to note that, you know, Paul says this exact same thing. Uh, he says in Galatians over in Colossians. Mm -hmm. and, he, and, he, and he he goes down the same list and he's using the same analogy because he, he talks to us about putting on Christ. Right. And then he goes into race class, gender or ethnicity class, gender. And he does it in both places because in Colossians, he's also talking about putting on Christ and being in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so we see here that what the apostle Paul is, is talking about is not so much uh, that there's no difference between man and woman. We know there is that there's no difference between ethnic groups. There is, there's no difference between, uh, classes of people. We know they are in society. Mm -hmm. What he's talking about is using these markers as a form of identity. Right. Like that we cling to them, that they right. make us who we are. Right. They, they make us, uh, they, they give us some sense of belonging. And, and there's a discussion when it comes to race uh, and ethnicity in our nation where people are talking about, you know, the, the concept of white privilege or this type of privilege. And privilege really, and honestly, is relative. Uh, I believe more or less in our society, there's green privilege. Right. <laughs> and that, right. Is to say, that is to say that money, as it is viewed as a means of power and influence, it changes the way people walk into the room with a person. It changes mm -hmm. the way they treat them. Criminal justice system, uh, just going into a restaurant. I doubt right. very seriously uh, there are very many white people in this nation could walk into a room that is cohabited by Michael Jordan or Oprah Winfrey or, or, or our former president and receive much more privilege right. than they would just because of the color of their skin. Why? Because these are people who, by virtue of their class, have seemingly transcended a certain amount of this whole division along racial lines. Mm -hmm. And so really our society, the, the big chasm is between the haves and the have-nots, those with the power to... And the, and the finances to be able to influence outcomes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, if we're not careful, this is why, you know, the Bible speaks of how when Jesus came on the scene, Jesus, of course, preached and taught against that. He taught against this arrogance and this pride of the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees because they were people of power, right. people of influence. They were, if, if you think about the very crucifixion of Jesus, uh, uh, Pilate was like, you know, I want to wash my hands of this. Mm -hmm. They bring him to the Romans, but it is this religious community and their influence that influences Rome to follow right. through with this. And so it, at the end of the day, it's all about power and influence more, more so in a society that we have to deal with. Now, like I said, dividing along all these lines is what we do. It's, 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 an, it's a part of our nature. Right. It's just what man does. That's the flesh. That's just That's the just flesh. Simple flesh. All, all day long and every and day. And the proof of that is because it happened. It happened before races. We're trying to break ourselves from saying that, but we're going to say that. Yeah. You know, for the remainder of this show, because most people identify it that way. But it happened before there were even races. Oh yes, sir. And so, or before there was really a class difference, right? And <laughs> so, was, and so it. these are issues <laughs> that are in the heart of human people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we fight that in the church. Oh yeah, 
I'm talking about in Christ Nations Church. Mm. <laughs> you, you know, people, people who are fighting over positions mm. and fighting over places to sit and fighting mm. over, you know, who's going to be over this. And, and that's just whenever the flesh yes. is there, yes. this kind of stuff comes up because people are fighting for privilege and power. It is, it, is, it is our default setting as fallen men. Right. And this is why the church has to take the lead in reconciliation because we're the only ones who have the answer in Christ Jesus in which supposed all... Supposed to have it. Supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, we'll talk about that. <laughs> supposed to have yeah. it. We're the only ones who supposed to have the answer that, that eradicates all of these lines of division and all this jockeying for power and for right. influence. But it's the default setting of fallen man. It is the nature of the flesh. People have tried to say it's the devil. And, of course, the devil's involved. Yeah, of, of course. course. he exacerbates the issue. And he, Takes he gives the, the thoughts and he, and he makes you think ways that, that are against somebody else. But it's really the Bible says that man is, is tempted of any sin when he's drawn away of his own lust. Right. So the lust of desire belongs to the human nature. Right. The fallen nature. So that's in us. And so these... These, uh, this tendency to battle over power, to fight over position, to try to gain leverage, uh, just because we draw the line over the most easily ascertained aspect of our difference, which is color of skin, doesn't mean that's the only line. We draw it socioeconomically. We will be in the same class and draw it along whether or not somebody's house is bigger than the others or whether right. or not my car is newer or my, my wife is prettier or whether or not I got this from here or there. Right. People, people will sit around and try to find something by which to gain an upper hand in feeling better or more elevated about themselves. And, and one of the destructive things about our society is that we go around sometimes even making policies based upon just feeling better about ourselves. Yeah. We just want to think well of ourselves. We want to think more highly of who we are. We posture socially. We virtue signal. All of these are coming from the same place that racism, classism, and any of the rest of these things happen. It's coming from this fallen nature that is its default setting is to find some way to grapple over power. Well, because it's the spirit of division. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And, and, and let's talk about that a little bit because what the spirit of division is, is understanding that in the spirit, mm -hmm. in the nature of fallen humanity, is this nature to be divisive. Yes. It is this nature to be controlling. It is this nature. You better believe And it, it comes <laughs> from pride. Yes, it does. At the end of the day, all of this is what was born in Adam mm -hmm. after he sinned and what was disseminated down through our spiritual DNA. Once, once the fallen nature hit man, mm -hmm. this spirit of divisiveness, that's what was in Cain mm -hmm. when he killed Abel. And it's and an Adam. All, right, Adam. right. I, mean, I was gonna yeah. say that I'm glad you said it because Adam. even Adam, the moment he sinned when he hid from the Lord, I mean, first thing first, he the did first thing he does first thing he does <laughs> is blame God. Yeah, and throws Eve <laughs> under the bus. Just throw <laughs> Hey, hey, Eve <laughs> Eve gave me this fruit. God was like, I don't want to hear nothing oh, about man. that. It ain't about what Eve told you to do. It's what I told you to mm. do. And so you start this, then Eve the serpent, yeah. and on down, and then Cain and Abel, and then on down throughout. There, we're off to the races, as they say. Yeah. In this nature is this, this divisive tendency. Mm. And that's why anytime you got more than one person together, mm. That's why the Bible says you got to have agreement. Yeah. Because anytime you got more than one person together, the ability to become divisive. Yes, sir. That's homes, that's marriages, that's everything. Mm -hmm. That's that's churches, that's that's schools, that's corporate America, that's yes, sir. anything. You name it. Anytime you got two people together, then if they have not renewed their minds, put on Christ, then that spirit 
-hmm. of divisiveness to begin to try to usurp your class or your level or your authority or your privilege or your rights over somebody mm -hmm. else is there. Yes, it is. And that's what we got to preach out of people. Mm. Has nothing to do with the color. No. It has nothing to do. Why? Because this is in every color. Oh, yes, it is. This is in every race. This is black on black, <laughs> white on white, white on black, black on brown, brown on red. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, you just think it just go all throughout it. Oh, absolutely. This this is what is wrong with people. Mm. So the only way to get that out is you got to put on Christ. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, no legislation, no arguing, no fussing, no fighting. No, somebody has got to get born again and then put on Christ because in Christ you can't have this. You can't have it. You can't this, have it. this is the Bible. In it. Christ, you can't have that kind of nature, that kind of spirit, mm -hmm. that kind of anything. Mm -hmm. You can't have it. There's can't no distinction. There so is. now, um, it even goes down between the male and the female. Mm -hmm. And you have all of that divisive nature. Oh, so yeah. what it is basically saying is anything it can seek to divide. Oh, yes. It's going to divide it. Yeah. I mean, I mean for years... Uh, Men have dominated women still in many societies around the world today. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that the majority, is, this is a stunning uh, statistical reality, the majority of illiterate human beings on the face of the earth are women. Wow. Isn't that something? Now, we don't think about that here in America because our women are, you know, we have women that are more educated than men. But in other parts of the world, they're still dominating them. They're still considered second class. They're still treating them like they're not equal. And so this is what Paul is addressing. He, he's addressing this, this tendency in human nature to always want to usurp power and authority. It's always looking to control, always looking to, to, as you say, the spirit of division or to divide. But it's to divide and to then conquer. Right. I want to be first. Right. I want to be preeminent. Right. And whatever means by which I can do that, I try to do that. And so... We have to deal with it. Now, I, I was, you were saying something there talking about putting on Christ. And when you look at the, the Greek language for putting on, and when you look at what it says here uh, in Galatians 3 about being baptized into Christ, mm -hmm. both of them are alluding to sinking into something, mm -hmm. right? So, in, in essence, the Christian should be so immersed and submerged into the, their, their identity in Christ, all of these other markers are gone. Right. They're secondary. But see, now this is where, <laughs> this is where religion comes into play and really messes things up. Because we know Christianity is not a religion. Right. Right. This, this is not religion. Right. None of this is religious. And Jesus didn't come to establish a, re a religion. He came not to change behavior. He didn't come to make you a good person. He didn't come to make you a great citizen of the United States of America. He didn't come to make you a patriot. He came to make dead people alive. Yeah. Spiritually dead, right. made alive. Passed from death to life, right? And so I've noticed that there is, in, in America, as much as I love my country, there is almost this, this amalgamation of being American coinciding with being Christian, mm -hmm. right? In God, we trust is on our money. Uh, we have a statue of liberty to bring your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, bring them your, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore, send them to me. You know, this, this whole gospel-themed idea of America being this great, great haven for all those that are lost and, and destitute. And, and in America, we do and have founded this nation upon Christianity. But being born in America... Saluting the flag, putting your hand over your heart, saying in God we trust, does not make you a Christian. Right. <laughs> you know, being, being Americana doesn't make you a believer. Right. You must be, be born, born again. Again. Yeah. Because there are churches on every corner in America, and it is a part of American culture. It's church is Americana. It's like the, 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 the church bell with the steeple and the white church. Everything is, is so Americana that we can somewhat believe that by virtue of osmosis or uh, assimilation into American culture, we're in some kind of way 
quasi-Christian without even having to be born again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like we're, we're here. We, we are a Christian country. I believe in God, but that's far too casual. Because, see, what Jesus came to teach was a new birth. Right. He said, no, none of that means anything. You must be born again. And if that new birth has not taken place, if you haven't passed from death unto life, and you've kind of got this quasi-idea of, 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 of being a patriot and, and being a person who is patriotic and steeped in your American culture, and a part of American culture is God and country. That's wonderful. That's a good thing. I'm not knocking that at all. But do not mistake that for being born again. I've passed from death unto life right. because there you're going to love the brethren. Right. So this is where this religious idea, where we wrap the Bible in the American flag, gives us this kind of uh, absolving of conscience that we're, we're doing it the way God said. No, no, not necessarily, because this is how racism can exist right. inside of the church. Because we don't understand, no, this isn't about you being uh, American or this isn't about you being a part of a country that is founded upon Judeo-Christian ethic. That's beautiful, and I thank God for it. But this is about actual being born again. again. And that that is the message, Mm. that in Christ. Yes, sir. In Christ. The only way this is going to be solved is get as many people as possible in Christ. Yes. Not in church. Come on. <laughs> in Christ. Mm. You have to be born again. <laughs> yes, which leads me to my next point. Because one of the things that has been very disappointing to me mm-hmm. in <clears throat> listening to all of the talk about race and racism and division and all of the things that have been coming up since this police brutality incident is that it seems as though we have, we have not entered the kingdom of God. Mm. And, and I want to break this down for just a minute mm. because what he talked about was at the end of the day, have you been born again? Really born again? Because if you're born again, 1 John says, Yes, sir. We know that we pass from death to life. (laughs) Yes, sir. We know we have passed from, matter of fact, look that up for me. Uh, Where's, oh, I just just, uh, quoted this, tweeted this. Um, scripture is just coming coming to mind. Um, I'm, I'm gonna let you look it up. I'm gonna finish finish my um, finish my point. Um, but but I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you find that, and I'm gonna okay. read it. Let me okay. let me finish my point. We're gonna work as a tag team. He's gonna look up the actual verse. I'm gonna continue to elaborate. Yeah. If you are not born again. There is no cure for what I'm talking about. It's it's going to happen. This division, this preeminence, this superiority, and it's going to be in races across all races, ethnic groups, Mm -hmm. classes, genders, that spirit of division and strife and power playing that is going to be. Somebody is going to be enslaved. Yes, sir. And you're going to do it. Mm. You're gonna, you're gonna do it. You're gonna be the one doing it. Wow! Because if that is in you, whether you do it to to your spouse or do it to people on the job or do it to people you know or do just do do it to people you don't like, yes, sir. you're going to do it unless you are born again. The only cure for this is being born again. Yes, sir. So now quote that scripture, it's, and then I'm gonna come back and elaborate. It's First John three and fourteen. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loves not his brother abideth in death. Now, that how, I don't know how clear. You can't mess that up. You can be. <laughs> you can't misunderstand that. You can't that. misunderstand that. <laughs> and what we're finding out is evidently, according to Scripture, a lot of people just hadn't been born 
from death to life, mm. like you were saying. Yeah. You can get caught up in a culture of Christianity, yes, but at the end of the day, this is about the love of God being shed abroad in your heart. Come and on, do you love the brethren? Yes, sir. Do you love one another? That's Paul said that, that again in 1 Corinthians 13. Though I speak with the tongue, men of angels, if I have not love, I'm just a bunch of noise. Yes. And what's been happening is there's just been a bunch of noise, mm -hmm. a bunch of white noise, a bunch of black noise, just a bunch of noise. And because we don't love. Yes. And the proof of that is in the way we treat one another. And mm -hmm. I'm not just talking about across racial lines. I'm talking about period. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm sir. talking white on black, black on black, black on brown, brown on brown, brown on red, red on red, <laughs> white on white, white on black. I'm talking all of it. Yeah. And if we're going to really have this conversation, because what people want you to do is just zero in. Well, you know, we're talking about a racial situation, so just stick to the white people. Listen, I'm not doing it. I'm going to stick to everything. I'm going because the word addresses everybody, every situation, because there have been things that are happening in this nation and things that the enemy is doing and has been doing that affects every race. Absolutely. I'm after him. I'm not after white people. I'm after the enemy. I'm after the spirit behind all of this and whoever it's in. White, black, red, brown, yellow, I'm after it. And one of the things that I have discovered in the middle of all of this is just how much we have not stuck with the kingdom of God. Mm. Now, Matthew 6 says, seek ye first the kingdom, Matthew 6, yeah. and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Listen to me, please. The kingdom of heaven has the answer to all of this. Oh, yes. And the kingdom of heaven is simply God's way of doing things mm -hmm. and God's way of righteousness. Mm -hmm. So you can sum it all up to say everything in life we need can be given, fixed, manifested, if we do what God says and if we be what God told us to be. Mm. So if we'll do what he told us to do in the word and then if, if our hearts will be righteous mm -hmm. and we will be righteous people, then that is the whole kingdom of God. In all of the conversations that we've been having, we haven't been having a kingdom conversation. There's been a lot of anger. There's been a lot of bitterness. There's been a lot of frustration. There's been a lot of pain. There's been a lot of, 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 of people um, pushing agendas in the government or politics and all of that. But that is not where the answer is coming from. Mm. The answer is in the kingdom. So what did he say? Mm. Let's see what he said. First of all, if you get born again, then the cure for all of that spirit of division begins to be dealt with in you. That cure begins to work in you to drive all of that out. So Christ has to come in. That's number one. Now we have to do things God's way, which means I can't see you mm. by race. Man. I can't see myself by race. I can't do anything by race. I do everything the way Christ would do it, period. That's what anybody, I don't care what you've been taught, what you've learned, what you've known, and this is why you must see it that way. Because Acts 17, yeah. verse number 26 It says, and I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible, and he, meaning God, made from one common origin, one source, one blood, all nations of men to settle on the face of the earth, having definitely determined their allotted periods of time and their fixed boundaries of their habitations, their settlements, lands and abodes. Mm. 
So the first thing we got to do, if we're going to go kingdom, kingdom, this mm. is any race, any person, if you're going to go in Christ, if you're going to go kingdom, then you have to realize, number one, there are no different races. There is one race. Yes. And that is human race. The Bible does not make distinction between races. That is something that we came up with. We yeah. came up with races and racisms and all of that. No, there is one race and that is human. Mm. That's it. There ain't but one. And we all came from one blood. Mm. Stop saying you came from this part or that part or <laughs> I'm from that continent or I'm from here. No, you are from Adam. Everybody <laughs> is from Adam. You're not from Europe. You're from the Garden of Eden. That's yes. where everything started. That's where everything <laughs> is ending. You mm -hmm. came out of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. And he said, and I took one blood to do all of that. <laughs> yes, he did. I didn't, didn't take any different bloods. I took one blood, and out of one source, mm -hmm. I brought forth every man born, every woman born on this planet. Mm -hmm. They came out of one source. Mm -hmm. They came out of the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Now, there are different ethnicities. Basically, we can just say it like this. There are different colors in cultures. Mm -hmm. And that has to do with simply the way you were raised and, 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 and what geographical location you were in. But the ethnicities, Miles Monroe was great when he said this. The ethnicities are just the, the, the shades of dust <laughs> mm -hmm. that God used when he made man. Yeah. In other words, he says, I found out that there is only five kinds of soil in mm. the earth. He says there's black soil, <laughs> there's brown soil, there's red soil, there's white soil, and then there's yellow soil. Mm. He said, guess how many shades of skin colors there are? But your shade of skin color does not make you a different being. Mm, no, it doesn't. You're the same being as anybody else with just a different shade of dirt. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's, I don't know how clear you can make it. Now, you, you go further in this in that God formed a man from the dust of the ground and then breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. Mm. Which means it is nothing about the dust and the dirt mm. that defines you. It can't even add nothing to your life and it can't take nothing away from you. No, it can't. Okay. It's just dirt. Mm -hmm. It's just dust and different shades of it. And then out of that one blood, because the life of the flesh is in the blood, yeah. out of that one blood, everybody mm -hmm. is walking around from one source mm -hmm. of it. And then this is the last thing I'm going to say, and I'll let you um, elaborate. If it is indeed the spirit that brought man alive, not the dust, not the dirt, then that tells me man has no race. Mm. How can a spirit have a race? Yeah. yeah, you're right. Man has no race. He was born of one spirit. Mm -hmm. That was the spirit of God. Everybody walking around here, when you're looking at me right now, saying, man, those are some intelligent black men up there talking. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, man. I am a spirit being. And uh, what would we categorize ourselves? In light brown houses. <laughs> In light brown dirt. In light brown dirt. But my spirit, my essence of who I am 
This is why Dr. King said it's got to be by content of yes, character. Sir. What he was trying to talk about is there's a, there's a nature in you. Yes, sir. There's a spirit in you. There's a being in you that is colorless. Mm-hmm. And you should be defined based on what that spirit being does. Mm-hmm. What that spirit being, how <clears throat> it conducts itself. Don't just look at a skin and then try to attach a value to it because mm-hmm. it's all dirt. Yeah. It's white dirt. It's just as dirty as black dirt, yellow dirt, red dirt. It's all dirt. Yeah. But the spirit that is on the inside of us Mm -hmm. is what makes us who we are. And nobody sees that. It is the part of you that that's the only part that matters, because when you die, whatever this is, is going to the dust. Yes, it is. Because it's not you. <laughs> there is no white power. <laughs> there on, is man. no black power. Come on. There's Come dirt on. power. <laughs> yeah. There is no supremacy in white. That's right. Or black or anything. No. There's supremacy in the character and nature of yes, Christ. Sir. And the reason that is supreme that has supremacy is because it delivered you from the spirit of the devil. And that's what we got to start mm. back. So this whole races and racing to see people like that. Yeah. And I'm glad to say I put on enough Christ. Man. I can't speak for everybody, but I put on enough Christ that I'd never even consider mm. it. Yeah. Right. I never even consider it. And to God be the glory. And you, because mm. you can't if you're going to walk in the image and likeness of God. And, you know, what you said is such a powerful thing because when God created Adam and Eve in the beginning, they were in union with God, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. They were both naked. They were not ashamed. Why? Because they were spiritually conscious, spiritually aware, right? Uh, They knew they were different because he said, this is woman. She was taken out of me. So he understood what God had had made uh, asymmetrical to himself, uh, this female, which was for him to join and, and procreate. And, and dominate the earth with. But the Bible says that when they sinned, of course, that spiritual connection with God gets severed, right? So man, or he falls. So yeah. he becomes now, he, he becomes now enwrapped in this darkness. Darkness meaning separation right. from God, who is light, who is love, who is spirit. That's what death means when yeah. it said we know we pass from death unto life. It's yeah. spiritual death. It's spiritual death. It's separation from God. So now... That spiritual awareness is gone. Wow. That spirit consciousness is gone. Now, what's the first thing? They see that they're naked. They might as well have said they saw that they were black. Yeah. They saw that they were white. Wow. They saw that they were different. They saw all of these things. Which not- means you, oh, yeah. wait. Which means you can't be color conscience if you spirit conscience. No. It won't be preeminent. You can be conscious of it because it's a reality. Well, you, you you're know, black, you're white, you, you you're Chinese, you're different you ethnic groups. Yeah, about. absolutely. But it's not going to factor into your value system, wow. right? It's not going to factor into how you value uh, human life. And, and so the, 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 the line between God and man is cut. And so all of a sudden, now man is down here in the dirt. <laughs> In the dirt. <laughs> now he's. That's now, what all this is about. Just down, down in the dirt. Now he's in the dust. Just down now in the dirt. This yes. this union with the father, and so the father comes in the garden. Adam, where are you? He's in the dirt. Now in he's the dirt. he's fallen into the dust, and he is now dealing in carnal differences, divisions. He throws his wife under the bus. They give birth to children. That one murders the other. Now he's down here, separated from not only the life and nature of God, but the spirit consciousness and awareness that comes with that. So now what does Jesus do? Jesus comes to the earth, dies on the cross, wow. buried, raised again. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, yeah, verse number 14. Yes, sir. He says, for the love of Christ, and I'm reading this out of the Amplified Bible, so it's going to be a little long-winded, but stay with me. We're going <laughs> to run over just a few <laughs> minutes today because we're going to put this thing to bed. <laughs> So so 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14, Paul says, For the love of Christ controls and compels us, or constrains us in the King James, because we have concluded this, 
that one died for all. Therefore, all died. He's talking about Jesus' substitutionary sacrifice for all mankind. And he died for all so that all those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for their sake. So, verse 16, from now on, we regard no one after the flesh from a human mm. point of view according to worldly standards and values. Though we have known Christ from a human point of view, he walked among us, he was in flesh, we, we've known him that way. Though, he, though we have known Christ from a human point of view, now we no longer know him in this way. Wow. See, because he rose from the dead. So we no longer know him from a human point of view, right? Therefore, therefore, if anyone, if anyone is, in Christ, is in Christ, he is a new creature. He is a new creature. Reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the new is come. Now look at what Paul is. He's trying to tell people. Boy, the word of God just is so beautiful. It <laughs> beautiful. just fixes everything. It fixes everything. <laughs> I mean, God's word fixes everything. He says to us, we knew him once from a human point of view. But the Christ we now know, we no longer know him that way. Because he died and he rose again. Resurrected in power and life sits at the right hand of the Father. He says, therefore, if any one of us... Any black, white, Jew, Gentile, Protestant, Catholic, it don't matter. If any one of us now are in him, we are new like he is new. Wow. And that we are no longer viewing each other By from a human flesh. point it's of view over. anymore. The That's flesh done. is done. Now my identification, now my value, now the markers that determine who I am are in him. Wow. And in him alone. And not only just in him, but in him from a spiritual perspective. So in essence, he has reconnected us like Adam lost in the garden. So now my awareness, now my consciousness should be my spiritual union with Christ, and I should know my brothers that way. And when I look at the sinful world who's lost, I should see them that way as well. And I should say, how can I get them into Christ? Now, see, and, and there's the closing point. There, there's the closing point. I'm glad I didn't know you were going to walk up to there, but I'm glad you did. Yeah. Because, Pastor Petrie, how do we fix this? How, how do we stop this? We're tired of this. We're tired mm -hmm. of racism uh, coming through, you know, whether it's white supremacy, years of slavery, Jim Crow, segregation, um, police brutality. We're, we're, we're tired of all of this systemic racism, all of the issues between our races. We're, we're tired of it. If you are really tired of it, and, and I don't doubt that you are, there ain't but one solution. It's only one, man. We, we can't do what we've been doing because that's been happening the last 60 years. Mm -hmm. The same response, the same way trying to change it. And seems like it's still here. You want to know why? Mm -hmm. Because the only thing that can change a human heart is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, and only Jesus Christ can do it. Here's what we got to do. Right there in that verse, mm -hmm. the next verse goes down to talk about how yeah. a few verses down we have received the ministry yes, sir. of reconciliation. reconciliation. That's it. Go tell your brother, <laughs> be reconciled to Christ. That's how we're going to fix it. Yeah. That's how we're going to fix it. And I found out that that ain't the answer everybody wants to hear. <laughs> but... Every other answer we've been using doesn't seem to be working. That's the fallen nature. Because the kingdom of heaven and the word of God <laughs> has always been right. The only thing that will work 
is you go and you sit down with one another in the ministry of reconciliation and say, no matter what you've been taught, no matter what I've been taught, no matter what I've been taught to think about you, no matter what you've been taught to think about me. No. In Christ Jesus, if we're going to be Christians, if we're going to be born again, all of that has to go away. Praise you are God. my brother. Mm. That's white to black. That's black to white. It ain't black mm. to black. Black to black ain't my brother. Mm. Wow. See, we got to get all of that stuff. Uh, everybody, my people. Well, no, black people, my people. No, they're not. Everybody, your people. That's people right. are your people. Amen. Because you're all of the same race. That's right. See, this is kingdom stuff. Yeah. We, we got to get into some real kingdom stuff. I, I'm for everybody. I'm for everything. I'm for everything. I'm, 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 I'm after every injustice. I'm after everything unrighteousness. I'm after everything that the enemy is doing. Everybody. And when we all come together in Christ... In the ministry of reconciliation that he just quoted, that we can no longer see one another this way. And if you open up and allow Christ to come in, he'll change that nature and take all of that divisiveness out of you and that supremacy and that power um, fighting and bickering. And then we'll be able to fulfill the commandment he told us, which is to love one another. So we're going to have to really preach like never before. If we want it gone, we're going to have to preach it out. <laughs> that, that, that's just it. We're going to have to preach it out. We're going to have to preach the love of Christ and preach Christ until men are reconciled to Christ. And then we'll be able to sit down like Dr. King said, black men and white men and black boys and brown boys and mm -hmm have the fellowship with one another that God destined for us to have, but is not going to happen without Christ. And so let's put all our energy into preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, which has the power to change the hearts of men. Listen, mm. we went over, gave you an extra seven, eight minutes today because <laughs> it was just that good. Mm. And listen, praise I pray that God. you share this, pray that you were blessed praise by God. this. And I hope you were challenged by this because this stuff is in the hearts of people. Oh, yeah. It's in the hearts of people that are struggling with these things in the so-called church. It's, it's in there. And then I'm talking about that spirit of division. I'm, I'm talking about that spirit of supremacy, <laughs> that, yeah. that, that spirit of, of power and control and no holding doubt. one down while I rise up and, and segregating off and clicking off and all of, it, all of it's the same spirit. And it's time to deal with it in the body of Christ once and for all. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.